7, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Good luck, studio. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you Paul Chandler, the shy Yeti. <laughs> He's not that shy. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he's not all that shy. It's right. <laughs> Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Excellent. <laughs> Hello, campers. How are you? Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shyetti. How are you doing? I'm all right. Gosh. So, uh, what's this episode going to be about? Well, uh, I'm afraid to announce. It's all about our resident local vampires. Yes. They've been sighted again. Uh, not not as close as they were before, but they have been um, they, they have been sighted, you know, close enough, and and we really can't let them go on. The only trouble is we don't really know which ones are the vampires and which ones are the uh, the normal yoga goers. That's if they're not all vampires now. It's you know. Oh, well, it's all, it's just a mess. So let's run that theme music, and when we come back, we'll tell you how we got involved and what's been going on. Okay, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> you won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. You don't want Paul now, uh, I'll carry anyway for potato. Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I have to have a hand out my secret. I he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for the It's the Shy Life podcast. So we do recite. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. But has the Shy Life podcast slowed down? I don't think so. It's all gooey and meaty and yum, 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 yum. <laughs> so, listeners, yes. Um, oh, dear, oh, dear. It, it, uh, it is quite a, quite, quite a, a shock, quite a, well, I guess, in a way, it's a good thing. Um, it was uh, Martin who uh, who uh, called me the other day, and uh, well, we, we we jumped into action, as it were. Martin, what's going on? Uh, Paul, I've got some news. It's, it's not exactly good news, but well, it's it's some news. Uh, oh right, what's going on? The yoga vampires—they've been sighted. Uh, near Richmond Park. So, you know, still quite close to where you live. Oh, yes, indeed. Um, so what are we going to do? Well, uh, I've uh, 
I've got in touch with a, a vampire hunter. Oh, right. You found one you liked? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Uncle John gave me a number. And, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. So I've gone with him and I've booked him. And, uh, well, do you want to meet me there? Uh, gosh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Don't worry. The vampire hunter will deal with the vampires. But, uh, you know, uh, it, might, it might be wise for us to be there so we can point them out. You'll have to tell Cromity as well. He'll have to come along. Yes, yes, because Cromity knows who's who, really. All we might need to do is, you know, get rid of the leader and then the whole group will disperse. Do we want them to disperse? Well, you know, it's difficult to tell a vampire from a, a normal yoga goer at the moment, you know, because the vampires are out there in the sun wandering around. All they need to wear is, is like a pair of sunglasses and that seems to protect them. Yeah, well... Must be some sort of advanced um, sunglasses. They probably take some sort of medication as well. I don't know. These modern vampires. Um, yeah. Well, I'll tell Comity, and we'll meet you. you, you you'll send me a um, like a thing where we're supposed to meet you. Uh, yes, I will, Paul. Yes. Um, apparently, they've got a meeting in about two hours' time. Okay, Martin. Thanks for letting me know. Oh dear. Uh, see you later. Uh, see you later, Paul. Yeah. See you later. Paul, what's going on? Oh, Cromity, you made me jump. That was Martin. Apparently they've located the yoga vampires. They're about, well, they're about, I don't know, how far is Richmond from here? It's, 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 it's close, close enough. Yes, Paul, it's quite close enough. Oh, dear. So what's going on? Well, uh, apparently Yeti Uncle John gave Martin the number of a vampire hunter, so we're all going to meet with a vampire hunter at the park. And there's a meeting in two hours, so we need to get moving. Oh dear, yes. Well, where is Yeti Uncle John? I don't know. I'll, I'll send him a text. Um, he could be out photoing things. Um, I don't know. We might not better get in touch. We don't want too many of us there anyway. Yes, yes. I guess. Uh, um, uh, I guess I have to be there. And and Martin and you and the yes. I'm sure that will be quite enough. Yes. And uh, you know. Uh, I I, uh, I can't be getting involved in any fights, so I shall just be there, you know, as a lookout or something. That that's quite okay, Paul. No, the vampire hunter. He if he or she is an expert, then they will deal with the problem. Yes, yes. Well, come on, let's get moving. Yes, Paul. Okay. So that's how it went, listeners. Um, we. Uh, headed to Richmond, and Martin sent us a text with all the details where we were to meet him, and, uh, well, we got to, uh, we got to the rendezvous, to the, to the point, and, um, there was no sign of the, uh, vampire hunter, but no sign of the yoga vampires either. We were just standing there at the location, chatting, and, uh, well, um, it went a bit like this. Hi listeners, here I am in Richmond Park. It's uh, actually really, really nice, um, despite the reasons we're here. It's, it's very sunny. Um, so you wouldn't think anything weird was going on. There's, you know, lots of people out here with dogs. Um, there's no breeze. 
so you know hopefully no problems with recording um i packed myself a hot lemon drink and uh some cheese cheese and biscuits and uh some yeah and some biscuit biscuits as well um you'd think i was coming out for a little picnic but uh um not sure where the others are uh martin and uh cromarty um they've uh <laughs> they've gone off looking for this guy we're meeting so, which all sounds very dodgy when I say it like that but uh, it, it isn't well it is dodgy but not in that way just in a vampire hunting way anyway I'm expecting to get a text in a minute um, telling me which way I'm supposed to go to meet them um I know the direction they headed, so I know which path I'm meant to take. Um, they, they've left me on this bench. I don't know when I'm going to get to eat this lunch I brought with me. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> How inconvenient to have to hunt vampires. Although I think I'm really only here as a lookout. Um, yeah, at least that's, that's what I hope. Oh dear, oh dear. Um, oh, oh, I think that was a text, just a minute. Uh, follow us up the path about five minutes and there's a, a bench. Wait there for more details. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a bit vague, but I'll do my best. All right, listeners, um, I'll... I'll I'll go and follow this. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll speak again in a minute. All right. Um, if we get too distracted, I'll, I'll, um, I'll share some quizzes or Sutton Park clips with you. Hey, you know, <laughs> we may be hunting vampires, but there's no reason we can't have fun. Well, you can't have fun, as the listeners. But, uh, anyway, um, um, more in a minute. So, uh, uh, Cromarty, have you, have you emailed or texted Paul? Yes, yes, I have, yes. Uh, told him to come up the path and, well, wait on a seat. I don't know if he'll be there by the time, you know, <laughs> he gets here, but, uh, well, oh dear, oh dear, where is this guy? I don't know. He said he'd meet us here. I know. I don't think it can be a, a spoof of some sort, you know, uh, a joke. Well, I don't know. Why would it be? It doesn't do any favours to his company, to his, you know, either he's a uh, vampire hunter or he's not. Yes, I suppose so. Uh, if you're advertising. Although, we never saw the actual advert, did we? No, I suppose not. Oh, dear, oh dear. Oh, can't wait here forever. This uh, uh, meeting of yours. It's not a meeting of mine. All right, this uh, uh, yoga meeting starts in half an hour, doesn't it? Well, yes, it's meant to. I don't know what we do. 
I don't want to show my face because I'm pretty sure they know that I know that they know that anyway. Yes, yes, I know, all right. Uh, well, just a minute, there's somebody coming along the path now. Maybe this is him. Oh, uh, possibly, I suppose. Uh, let's just wait. Well, what's this uh, guy's name supposed to be? Uh, Diggory Jacobs, apparently. Oh, well, that sounds like a made-up name. Well, it does a bit, doesn't it? Oh, dear. Uh, he hello? Uh, 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 are you Diggory Jacobs? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Good to meet you. Oh, yes, uh, good to meet you too. You look familiar. What? What do you say? Just a minute. Oh, uh, oh, uh, it's me. What? What? It's the Uncle John. Oh, what are you doing here? Why are you dressed so strange? Have you come to meet the vampire hunter guy too? Uh, well, uh, yeah, in a way. Oh no, I don't like the, don't like the sound of this. Well, what, what do you mean, Martin? Is there even such a person as Diggory Jacobs, Yeti Uncle John? Or was it just you? What? Why, why, what, what? Hey, what makes you say that, Martin? Well, you know how Yeti Uncle John's been wanting to, uh, uh, be a vampire hunter? Well, Yeti Uncle John? Oh, dear, oh dear. Uh, so suspicious. So suspicious. Well, is he right? Oh, come on, guys. Don't be so judgmental. We're not being judgmental. We just want an answer. Are you Diggory Jacobs, vampire hunter? Well, come on, dearly Uncle John. We'd come out into these woods thinking that we were meeting somebody who knew what they were doing. You've just done a couple of courses off the internet. Well, is, this is true. Everyone's got to learn somehow, or sometime. And uh, I do have my magpies on hand, just in case. Oh dear, Paul's going to be so cross. Understandably so. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's do it. Let's get these vampires. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Hi listeners, it's me again. Sitting where I was asked to sit in the text. There's no sign of Martin or of Cromarty. But I did just pump into somebody. He's here. Uh, an old friend of mine who I don't know whether he's ever been on the podcast before. But um, he, well, he, he was originally a friend of Nick, Nick Goodman. Um, but back in the 90s when we were fighting you know, the perils of Sutton Park. He, he came to live with me and he's been with me ever since, but, you know, but we don't see a lot of each other because he has, you know, other things going on and he, he doesn't really live at the flat anymore. Anyway, uh, his name is Ben the Hen. He's a hen, a robot hen. And um, uh, he, he's here. I, I thought whilst I'm waiting, I might just uh, say hello to Ben. Ben, it's lovely to see you. Oh, hello, Paul. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's good to see you too. What are you doing out here today? Um, 
Well, I've come um, hunting vampires. There are vampires here? There, there are meant to be vampires here. It's a long story. I think you'll be okay. I mean, you're a robot hen after all. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, well, um, uh, oh, I, 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 I saw Nick the other day. Uh, have you seen him recently? Oh, no, not recently, no, no, no. Oh, well, um, anyway, uh, I guess, uh, you probably want to get on with, uh, uh what you're doing. I've just popped out for some exercise, really, but, uh, anyway. Oh, dear, I, I don't like the idea of you being here and vampires being here. Oh, yes, but, you know, <laughs> uh, it, it'll be fine. <sighs> well, um, uh, listeners, um, I'm just going to have a little bit more of a chat with Ben, but uh, whilst we are waiting for Martin and um, committed to show up, um, I suppose it's it's a good time to put some Sutton Park on, particularly as we have one of the, the, the stars of the show with us. Um, uh, ben, would, uh, would you like to introduce the clip? Oh, yes, Paul, yes. Uh, here we have a, a Sutton Park clip from the 1990s. Ba -ba 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 -ba. <laughs> OK. Um, hopefully when we come back, <sighs> Cromarty and uh, Martin will um, be back. We're getting close to the time this yoga meeting's happening. Anyway, more in a minute. Enjoy the clip. Hiya, viewers. Yeah, I've just seen the Loch Ness Monster in the river over there. Yeah, honest. Oi! Stop cheating! Just because you saw, you saw the Loch Ness Monster, didn't you? I'm just checking, did you see the Loch Ness Monster in the lake? No. No, yes you did! It's over there. Loch Ness Monster. It's down there. The Loch Ness Monster. I don't believe you, Paul. Look, it's yellow. Uh, it's, no. a lot, it's the Loch Ness Monster. Really? It's lost a lot of weight, Paul. It's the thing. It's lost, yes, it has lost weight, yes. April Fool! Ha <laughs> April Fool! Not really. Shut up. Oh. Hello, viewers. Um, we were in Bath a minute ago. We're now in Bradford-on-Avon. I've just found something. I found an evil twig. It is, look, it's very evil. Now you've got to believe me viewers because I know I was joking about the Loch Ness Monster but this is an evil twig. Very evil. Phil, Phil, it's an yeah. evil twig. Oh yeah. It is. Is it? Look, it's not sure. like, it's not like the other twigs. How is it different, Paul? Can't you sense though? Well, look. The, the malevolence that sort of seeps out from its, um. Malevolent parts. That's, yeah. It's an evil twig. I... Someone sneezed. Look, I know I was, I was only joking about the Loch Ness business, but this, this is real. Stop sneezing. Someone's it's sneezing. It's a sneezing twig, Paul. Thrown in the river, quick. That might be good. That might be a, um, a good thing to do. Throw the evil twig in the river. Get rid of it as quickly as possible. Oh, yeah. It's resisting, Phil. It's resisting. Well, how about I throw you in the river and you take the twig with you? Oh! 
it's, it's the heroic thing to do, Paul. But I might drown. <laughs> is it pulling you in? Yes. Oh, there it goes. Oh, that was that was that was a relief. Yeah, it, it was a major crisis averted. You should have helped me, seeing as you are a tree person. I you, nearly helped the twig. You've got to be careful. Hi, viewers. Well, that was quite a nasty, evil twig. Um, as you saw, it was no April Fool, that one. That should teach me for playing silly tricks. Uh, anyway, I suppose we'll be going back pretty soon, so um, beware of evil twigs. Oh, hiya viewers. Um, I'm a bit of a vest at the moment. Um, ah, as you can see, Phil seems to be quite happy. Now he's um, emerged from his cocoon, but we'll, I'll be talking to him about that later. Yes, um, yes. Got over that evil twig attack. Yes, it was quite nasty. Yes, it was. We're in a car park in Warminster. It's very exciting. An evil chip fork. Well, there you go, viewers. A um, an evil chip fork. Um, I don't think that's going to uh, be particularly successful. And after the evil twig, I think um, I think auditions are over for that sort of thing. Yes. Hello, viewers. Hi. <laughs> We're up a hill. Yes. Um, Phil tells me this is some very important place for him in tree type things. It's a sort of tree type place which is very important yes it's very tree like very it's wonderful well for that was quite some uh, place you said, it, you said that was some sort of um, spiritual place for trees was it it is yes now now you are a tree person made yes. of wood and all that nothing has changed really oh so you managed to get your, you you escaped from your cocoon though in that tree that was that, 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 your transformation, your... your um, it was all a natural process, but not a question of yes, escaping. Uh, no, no. Well, Horner got quite worried about that. He was uh, he thought you were trapped in there or something, or your tr mm. process had got all confused. But yeah, it was quite worrying at first, I must admit. But it was. A tree as a cocoon must be quite encasing. It's a very strange thing. Yeah. Unless you happen to be one of us. Well, as they say, though, the, the bark was worse than its bite. Ugh. Well, no tree jokes, please, Paul. No tree. I'm sorry. I'll take them personally. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A very special place. Ah, viewers. Yeah. Nice to see you again. Um, I've been carrying out a few more tests on this uh, gun whilst Paul has been out with Phil, meeting Phil. There seems to be. Uh, it seems to be totally pretty well, quite lifeless at the moment. Certainly, I'm not getting any vibes off it like I used, like I did in Sutton Park. And the fact that we're further away now from Sutton Park, it, it seems to have uh, lessened it even more. Huh. If you can say that, lessened even more, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm? What's that? Graham? Graham? Hmm. The coat hanger fell off. Fell off here. Who did that? Graham? Paul's mum? Hello? Hmm. I wonder who that was. Very odd. Hello, is there somebody in there? Hello? Is there anybody in there? Hello? I know there's somebody in there, I can hear you. He's gone. 
He's been going quite some time. This is our chance, Gavin. We've got to think of something else, something new. That, 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 is, a, that is a good idea, Father. Only I don't like this mask on my face. Listen, we'll just have to live with it for the moment, won't we? Yes, Father, if you say so, Father. Have you got a nasty plan, Father? Oh, a very nasty plan. Well, sort of. What is your plan, Father? I haven't thought of it yet. Shut up. Oh, sorry, Father. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Father. I didn't mean to. Sorry. Oh. So George and Gavin are still planning. What are they planning? And will Clive be able to help? Someone's in there. saw the person in the room. I couldn't make out their face, but they had a gun. Just, just like, not possible. A gun just like this one. I wonder, is that person coming back to collect this gun? It means that there must be many others. It means this isn't the only one like it. What if... What if, what if, that was definitely the same make of gun as this. Oh, that man had that in there. Maybe it was that person who influenced Paul to shoot Robin. Or maybe, maybe Clive was responsible. Maybe that man did something to Clive. I thought at the time that it wasn't possible that Clive could have but I suppose there are circuits in that gun, and there are circuits in Clive. It could be possible, and yet probably not. All we do know, though, is that uh, this is obviously was obviously a gun of a soldier or something. Maybe a government agent. We're going to keep our eyes out. If they want this gun back, they may want to take the proof. Can't let them get hold of this. We'll have to put it somewhere safe. Somewhere very safe indeed. Looks like things are moving on, viewers. Um, Phil's going to go off somewhere soon. He's um, going back into, well, I'm not sure about going into hiding, but he's going off to do some more bits and pieces. It's obviously not safe for him to hang around me or hang around Birmingham. Um, we've had a little chat, and obviously his wood protection stuff is, is, is he's supersonic now, quite. Obviously, if he gets involved in fires, then um, that could be nasty. Anyway, we're going to go and watch um, Graham playing football. Now, it uh, could be quite exciting, could be um, immensely exciting. Mm.
we're going to do it now. I think, oh, sorry. Yes, we will go and uh, do it now. Well, um, uh, there you go, listeners. Ben's gone on his way. I really wasn't expecting to see him here today. Um, we pass like ships in the night. We live very close to one another, but uh, anyway, he's a he's a busy robot hen. Um, anyway, oh, I can see them coming now. Um, who's that? Is that is that the? No, what's going on? Cromarty, Martin, and there's another guy. That is this this. Is this this diggery guy? No, it's... No, it's your Uncle John. What's going on? Mm. My brain is working. And putting two and two together doesn't like the uh, calculations it's making. What's going on, guys? Hello, Paul. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> uh, diggery Jacobs. Yes. <laughs> uh, vampire hunter. Oh, Really? Cromarty, Martin, really? I know, Paul, I know. I'm very upset myself. Oh, he's led us a merry dance. Well, you know, uh, I, I was, you know, just talking with him, and actually, he, he's got a pretty good plan. What, your Uncle John has got a pretty good plan? That's That's got to be a first. No, no, Paul, it's not very nice. Oh, look... I wanted to explain to you, I don't plan on doing any vampire hunting today. Certainly no vampire slaying. We'll, we'll hunt them, but we won't slay them. We won't let them know we're here. Oh, really? Really? I can't believe I'm even listening to you. What exactly is your plan? Yes, I'd be very interested to hear, considering as you dragged us out into the cold. It is beginning to get a bit cold now, isn't it? I thought it was quite warm to start with, but uh, uh, now we're in. Anyway, what is your plan? Well, it's a very clever plan. Uh, You may have noticed on my back, I have a rucksack. Oh, yes, I've got a rucksack too. It's got my cheese and crackers in, which I've been nibbling at. And I'm very glad I brought them along. Yeah, yeah, well, my rucksack has got uh, my camera equipment in. Right. Uh, And what do you intend to do with that? Well, I would have thought that was pretty obvious, Paul. Oh, intend to take photos of your vampires. They're not my vampires. They're Cromarty's. And I, I guess he'd probably say they're not his either. No, they're not my responsibility. I may have encountered them, but... Uh, am I understanding you right? You're intending to take photos of the vampires. Surely that, that won't work. Well, just just, you know, bear with me. All I can say is I have the appropriate equipment uh, one way or another. I intend to get photos of these vampires. So what we've got to do is, uh, you know, just get to the get to the site where they're doing their yogaing. <sighs> well, I guess I, I, I guess it could work. Um, again, I might be jumping along uh, your train of thought uh, beyond where you've even thought it, but are you saying that you want to take photos and then what, pass them on to a real vampire hunter? Dare I, um, dare, dare I hope? Well, uh, well, I still like the idea of doing a bit of vampire hunting myself, but 
if we have to, if we have to encounter a real vampire slayer. I mean, I mean, I anyway. Look, yes, one way or another, it's a stepping stone. Uh, if if I take lots of photos, then we'll we'll have uh, 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 you know reproductions of of their appearance that we can pass on. Well, presuming it's possible, that doesn't sound like the worst idea in the world. No, actually, sounds kind of kind of clever. Really, Uncle John, I'm surprised. <laughs> it is a bit of a first. Um, so, okay. Well, Cromarty's not going to actually join the session, is he? So, it's probably better that as few of us go go as possible. You know. Or we can be lookouts. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I mean, I, I can take photos from quite a distance too. Good. Good. Um, so, you take these photos, we just keep a lookout, and then what, we, we, we go home? Well, yes and no. You see, I've bought my magpies as well, so... Anyway, I needn't explain it at the moment. Uh, anyway, they, they've... Uh, uh, oh, just a minute, here comes one now. Hello, Phileas. How are you? Uh, are you ready to take us to the... Yes. All right. Cheers. Thank you. Right. All right. All right. I'll, we'll, we'll follow you. What? What's going on? Well, so that was Phileas. One of my, my top magpies. He's uh, worked out exactly where the meeting is taking place. He's going to guide me there. And, uh, well, you guys can just sort of hang about. Hang about. All right. I suppose so. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, Okay, let's do it. Oh, dear. I I, I just hope it goes okay. Yes. It's a good thing that Ben the Hen didn't meet Phileas the Magpie. I'm not sure how that would have gone. Anyway, right, yes, let's get let's get a move on. Um, listeners, maybe maybe you'd like to listen to a quiz now whilst we get into place. Okay, uh, uh, a little quiz of some sort uh, coming up right now. Hello, hello. Dilly's just having a Dilly's just having a groom, so he might come. He might come over and look all smart. <laughs> That's good. Here we go. 80s. Under what name did dance producer Tim Simonon have a hit in 1988 with Beat This? Mm, That's a bad start. It's a bad start. Bomb the bass. Uh, 90s. Queen's longest ever single went to number one in 1991, what was its title? Bohemian Rhapsody. No. <laughs> thought it got to number one again when, when he died. Well, this is as innuendo. <laughs> mm. No, that was a particularly long one. I really don't know. That's one of those you, ones. Yes, you, you never listened to it all the way through. Well, that's one of those ones that got to number one which without me ever thinking I've ever heard it. Mm. Oh, God. This is terrible. Oh, you'll get this. 21st century, what song was a hit for the Zootons in 2006 and for Mark Ronson and Amy at Winehouse in 2007? 
<laughs> I know, but I can't think of which girl's name it is. Uh, not Victoria. Uh, Dear. Deborah. No. <laughs> I can't think of what girl, the girl's name is. Uh, well, I'll give you a clue. It's the same. It's the same letter as Victoria. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> it rhymes with salary. <laughs> salary. Very good. Complete the title of Sugar Babe's number one hit from 2002, Freak. Like me. Oh, well done. <laughs> Which 1997 song by R. Kelly has the initials India Bravo, India Charlie Foxtrot. I know nothing about R. Kelly, thank you. Oh, yeah. I-B-I-C-F. I believe I can fly. Yes. yes. I couldn't even think. I just knew he did something. Yes. Like I know he's talking about flying. Mm. I wasn't sure I was going to get the full thing. Old, old is get it on, bang a gong. <laughs> You've heard of that? It was a hit for Power Station. It was a hit for the power station in 1985. Who had the original 1971 hit? T-Rex. Yes. T-Rex. Rex. I don't think it was a very big hit for power station. No, no. 80s, what duo, which duo had their first top 10 hit with Ola Moore in 1987? Think about Think carefully. Say again, because... Which duo had their first top 10 hit with Ola Moore in 1987. Well, I'm just a bit confused. Yeah. Um, it must be Dollar. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was their first top... They must have, they must have had other top 10 hits. That doesn't sound... This is right. never wrong, this. This is never wrong. They must have had top 10 hits when they were actually having hits, um, like back in the early 80s. Uh, and I knew it couldn't be Erasure, because I knew that it was a flop for Erasure. I think they got. I think they've got themselves a bit confused, mm. or maybe they didn't. Realize, maybe they didn't realise that dollar existed before 1987. <laughs> there was a big. It was quite a gap between hits. Uh, in 1992, the 80-year-old bluesman John Lee Hooker had his first British top 20 hit. What was the song? <laughs> boom, boom, <laughs> You're confused boom, again. Yeah, boom boom. 21st century, who had a top three hit in 2007 with Do You Know the Ping Pong Song? <laughs> I didn't know this one. Do You Know the Ping Pong Song? Ping Pong Song is in brackets. Mr. Wazzo. No, it's um, Enrique Iglesias. Dios <laughs> <laughs> didn't know that, did he, Dios? Complete the title of Joss Stone's 2004 hit, Super. Superwoman? No, it's a duper love. Mm. Super duper love. Did you know that, Dios? Which 1993 song by M People has the initials Oscar November India Hotel? One Night in Heaven. Oh, One Night in Heaven. Correct. Ooh. And oldies. Who had the original 1978 hit with Love Doesn't Live Here Anymore? Revived by Jimmy Nail in 1985. Gladys Knight and the Pips. I don't think they know. No, it was um, Rose Royce. Mm, yeah, it was a final card. 80s. Using the name The Commentators, 
which impressionist had a hit with No 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 19 Not Out, a parody of Paul Hardcastle's 19? Rory Bremner. Yeah, yeah. Mr. C was the front man of which chart-topping band of the 1990s? The Shaman. Shaman. Hole Again, in 2001, was the first number one hit for which girl group? Atomic Kitten. Oh, you're getting good there. Complete the title of Charlotte Church's number two hit from 2005, Crazy Chick. Correct. Which 1996 song by Baby Bird has the initials Yankee Golf? You're gorgeous, Tales. Yeah. And Oldies, which 1957 song was a British hit in 1967 for the Mamas and Papas and for Bitty McLean in 1994? Monday, Monday. No, no. That must be um, Dream Little Dream, have you? No, no, no. No, no, no. no you don't know. It's um, dedicated to the one I love. Mm. Is it? You're in Dindafeet. I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't Monday, Monday in California dream, Dreaming because they wrote that. Those are when they wrote them. Call My Bluff. Oh, Call My Bluff, yeah. I was thinking... Um, What's my line I was thinking of? Huh. We, we can be a team because I can't see the... I better refresh the page just in case. We can agree together. Um, okay, the word is umbra. U-M-B-R-A. An umbra would normally be found close to a Stone Age settlement. It was their trash pile. Or an umbra is a dark area, especially the darkest part of a shadow but all light is cut off. In astronomy, it would be the darkest region of a sunspot. Or the people of the Upper Nile. Umber was the familiar name of the god of prosperity. Each family would have a small statue over the door. Or the best use for an umber would be in a woodwork shop. It is a small file used to remove burrs from chisels. So it's a Stone Age, Stone Age trash pile. The darkest part of a sunspot, a god of prosperity, or a woodwork tool. Not, not as entertaining as the programme, is it? <laughs> well, I, I need to do different voices. I think it's a... Well, the most plausible one to me would be the scientific sunspot one. Second one, I think it was. Mm. The next word is senescence. S-E-N-E-S C-E-N-C-E. Scientists have for years studied senescence, looking for the secrets that will unlock the mysteries of gravitational waves. Or the concentrated musk of mink and other small mammals is referred to as their senescence. A senescence, as most people are no doubt aware, is the term given to a meeting of the senior members of a spiritualist church. Senescence is of concern to everyone on the planet, it simply means growing old. What's your opinion? We can see how senile, but that might be what they're trying to make you think about mm. getting old. Uh, don't think it's a church deals. Are you doing to my hair? Um, Maybe it is growing old. What do you think? Uh, well, I thought 
thought the first one. I forgot what that was. Next one is Undyne. And Undyne is a unit of measurement used by brewers to calculate the amount of sugar needed to raise the alcohol content of the match. In or in the Zoroastrian religion, an undine is one of the basic tenets, roughly equivalent to the commandment, thou shalt not kill. Or in mythology, an undine is a water sprite who can obtain a soul by marrying a human. Or an undine was a proto-cow, or more simply, an ancestor of today's cows, roughly the size of a large German shepherd. I'll go for that cow one. Uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to uh, pronounce this one. K O K S A G H Y Z. I'm not copying that. It's an Asian dandelion cultivated by the natives of Kazakhstan as it produces a form of rubber. If you see a sign saying that word during your next visit to Turkmenistan, be prepared to duck. It is a warning that the road ahead is a, an area of avalanches. Or for many years, it was used by the followers of the Hishmatish tribe of Patagonia as an antidote to spider venom. It is the sap of a climbing vine bearing bright orange berries. Or it is not a real word at all, but an aid memoir used by chemical research scientists to remember the makeup of potassium seaborgium Hydroxylene. I, don't think I reckon it's the the scientists one again. Yeah, I think the so. last one. Yeah, I think so. They wouldn't have a foreign word there. Um, mega caro caro mega karyocyte. A mega karyocyte is the largest size a, a circuit can be, yet still be considered part of nanotechnology. Or it's a protein cocktail used by bodybuilders. Megakaryocyte consists mainly of creatine and beta-carotene. Or to a marine biologist, megakaryocyte is the is the holy <coughs> is the holy grail. It represents the missing link between totally aquatic animals and totally terrestrial animals. Or the megakaryocyte is a bone marrow cell that produces platelets. You can choose that one. <laughs> I think it's uh, the first one, the largest the circuit. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. Again, the protein cocktail, isn't that like a brand name? They wouldn't have that, sure. Sitatunga. A sitatunga would be used by the the Cherokee people as a place to smoke meat. It is a structure, usually half buried, where they would hang and smoke buffalo meat. Or the sitatunga is an amphibious antelope found in Central and Eastern Africa. Or, in Japan, a sitatunga is used in the art of bonsai. It is the shallow tray in which the tree is cultivated. Or, sitatunga was once believed to be the source of life. The ancient Celts offered up sacrifices to him of sheep and goats to guarantee good fortune in battle. I think it could be the... Uh, well, it's either the... Japanese buffalo one. Meat, uh, either the buffalo meat or the Japa, or the bonsai one. Bonsai... We go for the bonsai one. Yeah. We've got four more. Uh, palim- palimpsest. Palimp- palimpsest. Palimpsest. Mm. 
Well, I've heard that word. So. Among the tribes of Papua New Guinea, a palampsest was believed to ward off the evil spirits of enemies killed in battle. Or in medieval France, the palampsest was an envoy, usually from the Pope, carrying messages up and down the same river. Or it is the name given to the box that was carried on carriages, which was placed by the door, allowing passengers to disembark without having to jump. This saved women, especially from looking undignified. Or if you were to find a manuscript, typically of papyrus, uh, that has been written on more than once, with the earlier writing badly erased and still legible, you would have in your hands a palimpsest. It's that, it's that last one. Um, die book. D-Y-B-B-U-K. Die book. Uh, for many years, a die book could be die found book. hanging from a tree by the side of a road leading into a village. It is another name for a gibbet. In Teutonic folklore, a dibbuk would best be described as a cross between a vampire and a werewolf. Or, in the Transylvanian mountains, if one were to be described as a dibbuk, you would probably provide meat for the whole community. It would mean you were an expert hunter with a crossbow. Or, in Jewish mythology, a dibbuk is a demon controlling the thoughts, words and deeds of a live body. I think it might actually be. I mean, I, I know that they don't, it, it's mythology or folklore. I think it's either the vampire and werewolf or it's the demon. Well, the fourth one, though, I thought the Jewish one. Mm. Question nine. An odalisk. Dating back hundreds of years, when the Turkish sultan kept harems, an odalisk was a female slave or concubine. Or, for anyone interested in botany, an otolisk is quite simply the hybrid offspring of any two separate species of orchid, usually involving the grafting of one type to another. Or, an otolisk in Muslim folklore was the soul of a victim of a violent death, often haunting the person who killed them. Or, if a teenager today was found to be in possession of an otolisk, nobody would think twice. It refers to a certain type of communication device used by agents during the Second World War, it would now apply to cell phones. I'd go for the orchids, but... Mm. Should we do that one? Yeah, yeah, orchids, desert orchid. The last one, I feel like I've heard this word, haptic. As unlikely as it sounds, any type of small lichen can be described as haptic, or haptic would generally be seen in a mobile army surgical hospital. Um, such as like in MASH, it is an antibiotic. Or the best explanation for haptic would be of or related to the ammonia family. It is a type of cleaning agent used in bathrooms. Or simply put, haptic is of or relating to the sense of touch. I'll go for the cleaning agent (laughs) in bathrooms. (laughs) Submit our answers. This is when it goes wrong. Well, I know haptics wrong, so I just looked it up. <laughs> oh dear, we got three out of ten. Yeah. Um, we got umbra right. Umbra is the yes. dark area. Um, senescence. Um, it actually means growing old, so it does. Yeah. Oh, apparently, with umbra, eighty-nine percent of players answered correctly. Only 72% answered correctly for senescence. Undyne. Um, 
wasn't a proto cow. It wasn't the cow. It, it, it was a water sprite uh, marrying a human. Well, in mythology, fifty-seven percent of players got that right. The Kinsaka girdle blah blah. Um, it wasn't a chemical. There was a film called Undyne about a water lymph in um, twenty twenty. If you've obviously never heard of that Kazakhs, that one, that's an Asian dandelion. Um, forty-one percent of players got that right. A mega carrier site is a bone marrow cell that produces platelets, not what I said. 66% got that right. A situnga is an amphibious antelope found in Central and Eastern Africa. That 47% of players got that right. I mean, what's an amphibious antelope? Is it one that swims underwater? I mean, I didn't didn't even understand that one. Um, The next two we got right. A palimpsest. Yeah, is that is the manuscript, Um, and the fifty-seven percent got that right. The Dibuk is the demon. Sixty-three percent got that right. The the odalisk was the harem, the Turkish harem. Sixty-two percent got that right. A haptic is related to touch. Fifty-seven. Percent of players got that right. Um, the average score for this quiz is six out of ten. Dear. Ooh. Oh, wow. Not good. Hugely <laughs> enjoyable. Yes, can, 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 can you see what's going on? Comedy? Not really. Uh, no. Uh, I can see the the yoga people, <laughs> and I guess he's in the bushes somewhere. Yeah, with the magpies. Yes, I'm not quite sure what he plans to do with the magpies. No, me neither. Uh, Martin, any ideas? Well, I have a few ideas, but <laughs> I don't. I don't want to vocalise them at the moment. I might be wrong. I think. Ethan Control might be planning a bit of fun. Might he now? Well, that, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, any sign of any uh, yoga vampires like split away from the group? I'm just worried that they know we're here. D- don't you think they could like, read our minds, Cromarty? Yeah, I guess it's possible, Cromarty. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. We, we are far enough away, I would have thought. And, you know, they're, they are busy doing their exercise. So, I don't know. We could be worrying needlessly, or you might be completely right. Hmm. I don't see anybody. But then, who's to say? We, we don't know everybody, do we? We don't necessarily know... <laughs> There are a lot of people around. I can see there's like cyclists and dog walkers. And and considering that um, these vampires can just wander around. I mean, it is a lovely sunny day, but it's still a wintry day. It's not the same as a, you know, a summer's day. And it's very hazy. I mean, it's kind of, it's good for photos. Not the ones that your Uncle John are taking so much. I mean... It's good for that because he's got like a, 
a zoom lens but uh, I've been taking some photos listeners whilst I've been waiting and uh, sitting there eating my cheese and crackers (laughs) I'm quite jealous of you Paul (laughs) you've come with provisions I never thought about doing that oh it's okay we've got to get the bus back to Surbiton later so uh, I can always nip into Marks and Spencers that's if we don't get vampired Uh, Paul I don't I don't think anyone's intending to get vampired no uh did bring some garlic, but I just don't know if vampires don't like garlic anymore. I think Giddy Uncle John has a, a couple of crosses as well, silver crosses. Again, I I don't know if the vampires give a damn about that, but uh, I think a lot of the uh, uh, traditions about vampires are far outdated, you know, uh, mostly by f- movies and books and things, because, you know, you can't write a book and have a baddie that, that can't be vanquished at all. They always have to have, you know, they always have to be fallible. And um, I'm sure they still are fallible, but maybe in a different way. Maybe it's something else. Uh, you know. Uh, do you remember um, when we were in Sutton Park? Oh, I feel really bad. I've forgotten his name, but we met werewolves back in the '90s, who uh, said it wasn't just uh, um, full moons that made them change. If you got the, the light right on a like a, a a white dinner plate, then that would have the same effect. It's just like a circular white thing, you know. You'd sort of trick a werewolf into changing. If why you'd want to do that, but yeah, I remember uh, there were a, a fair few rules broken even then by werewolves. So it doesn't surprise me that vampires have different rules. No, Paul, you're not wrong. Oh dear. Um, I I don't know. Uh, I wonder. Oh, I think I think Eddie Uncle John's coming back. Perhaps he's got all the photos he wants. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he must have been taking photos for fifteen minutes. How many how many pictures do you need to take? You can take them pretty quickly. Yeah, Eddie Uncle John over here. Psst, over here. All right, all right. No need to piss at me. Get the photos you wanted? Yeah, got loads of them. Yeah, well, but, uh, uh, yeah, nobody saw me. Nobody noticed me. You just have to, you know, obviously I was closer than you are, but you just have to think things that kind of, uh, you know, uh, clear your mind and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I just hope that the photos you've taken have come out. Um... It's not, uh, it's not easy, is it? Uh, but I must admit, I went from being kind of cross about uh, you tricking us like this to actually thinking, well, you have actually thought about this. I have thought about it, Paul, yes. I wasn't going to go rushing in trying to stake them all. We, we don't know which ones are the vampires and which ones aren't. But uh, no, I thought this was... Uh, I think it's just a dog walker, don't worry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a little dog. A little dog running. I wonder if it's a vampire dog. A vampire dog? Is, it, is there such a thing? Yeah. Well, I guess there could be. <laughs> um, well, what were you saying? Well, I was just saying. I was saying, uh, yeah, I thought about it. Just, you know, you can't achieve everything in one day. It, it takes time. Yes, Yeti Uncle John, 
you know, maybe you have learned something after all. It does sound like it. Gosh. <sighs> so, what's going on now? I'll be going home, you know, get some nice cakes from Marks and Spencer's. You know, it's being nice being out here. And I, I must say, I'm, I'm kind of uh, glad we didn't get into any battle action today. Uh, I, I was a little bit nervous about meeting this... Well, it was you, but I, the idea of meeting a vampire hunter was a little bit unnerving. So I'm kind of glad that hasn't happened, but what was it you said you had planned still? A surprise? Oh, yes. There you go. Oh, have a look. Have a look over there. Where, where, where are they doing their exercise? I've got a little whistle here. So you have. Yes, I'm going to blow it. Oh, he's going to blow his whistle. <laughs> well, <laughs> how impressive. I think I know what's going to happen. I think we're all beginning to know what's going to happen. Go on, yes, Uncle John, blow your whistle. I'm blowing it, I'm blowing it now. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> watching, they're all doing their yoga, and suddenly, a whole, like, oh, must be 50 of them, maybe more, like a black cloud of magpies. There's a vision out of the, the, uh, the heather, I suppose. No, it's not heather, ferns. And it's like the circle around. You'd almost swear they were bats, but they're not bats, they're magpies. Um, circle. What's going on? <laughs> this is going to be great. Part of me doesn't approve, and part of me really does approve, considering we know who they are. They're going into formation, and they're sending to like an arrow and I think the, the yoga vampires have sort of begun to notice they're looking quite panicked oh my goodness the magpies are diving down at them like swarming round them scaring them making them run they're scattering left right and centre the Uncle John did you teach them this? oh my god yeah oh my god Oh my goodness. Hey, this is another way we can get rid of them. Just drive them further and further away. Although, ultimately, that may exist is still very concerning. But, uh, your magpies can do some of the work that. So, you could be Yeti Uncle John Magpie Trainer and. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the title for it. Oh my goodness, that one just fallen over. Right in the mud as well. <laughs> Oh, this is so good. I've been watching this all day. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness, Uncle John. You really have done well training these magpies. Oh, dear, oh, dear. What a palaver. Golly. Wow. Wow. That's the first. Running away, magpies. They won't hurt your magpies, will they, Uncle John? No, no, no. They won't. The magpies can look after themselves. It's fine. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Wow. Well, I think they're all gone. Is that the end? Oh, well, pretty much, yes. What do I want to do before we go? Yes. We should head over to where they were. You know, just in case they dropped anything. Dropped anything. Mm. Guess we can wander back to the exit that way. Uh, what if they come back, though? Oh, no, the, the magpies will be keeping an eye on us. They won't let them uh, 
approach. They'll warn us if uh, there's any, any sign of them. All right, then, well, let's go that way and, uh, and head out. Uh, a bit nervous again, but that was very funny, though. Well done, your temper, John. My pleasure. My pleasure. Just wanted to show you that I'm not quite the same stupid idiot Uncle John I was before Shame Jail. I have learnt a few things. You certainly have. <laughs> quite proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> that was very funny, Uncle John. Very funny indeed. <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's uh, let's head over there. Listeners, um, spill a bit of music or something, and when we come back, we'll, we'll just uh, yeah. Just a, one final report from the location before we head home. Okay. Hey, listeners. Um, we've got a we've got another new composition from Buckley on tour. Uh, this one's called 2010. Um, yeah, we just want to thank Muffley for letting us use it. But uh, it's coming up right now. And when we come back, well, you'll hear a bit more about um, what happened in Richmond Park. All right. Have a listen.
well. There doesn't seem to be very much here, does there? Well, you know, it was a bit of a, uh, you know, a, 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 a wild bit of thinking. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know how to put it better. Yes, yes. Well, I guess you thought they might have, I don't know, dropped something that uh, incriminated them. <laughs> I'm not sure what. Uh, were you expecting to find the husk of the body of a passing runner, perhaps? <laughs> Martin? It's not even something you should joke about. No, <laughs> uh, Martin, it's, yes. It's, well, I guess that would uh, be the sort of evidence that would be useful, but uh, still. Uh, I'm proud of my magpies. Uh, drove them away. Drove them away. It uh, gives a, an added... Uh, Feather to their caps or feather to their wings, I don't know, whatever you might say. Yes, not only can they entertain, uh, they're like pretty good watchdogs <laughs> or something. The magpie version of what, yeah, anyway, sorry, I'll, I'll shut up. Uh, I just hope that the photos you took come out okay because I think, well, they, they could be very useful. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think we ought to be getting back, though. Looking across the horizon, you can't really see anybody who looks like they might have been part of the yoga group. Nobody in sort of... Well, they're runners but and cyclists, and then everybody else is walking with dogs. I bet they're out there, though. Probably looking back at us right now. It feels a bit of a, a weird situation. I just... I just hope this equipment that you've got, Yeti Uncle John, I just hope it uh, is capable of taking the pictures that you wanted. Well, we'll find out, won't we? I bought it from a, you know, a specialist shop. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, hopefully when we get back, I'll have photos of everybody who was there at that little event. And the thing is, uh, the, the camera takes pictures, you know, the the, the the ones that were there that were vampires will stand out. The the ones that w weren't vampires, for whatever reason, uh, will be in a sort of black and white. It's a, you know, it's a, a weird sort of effect. Well, that does sound interesting. Yes. Well, uh, I look forward. I look forward to, to seeing. Let's just hope they come out. You won't have to wait too long. Hopefully by the end of the day. Mm. Mm, good. Good. Hi. Hello. Um, well, Graham did really well, didn't he? Um, Phil's off in a minute, so I better be going and say goodbye to him. I, I'll see you in a bit, okay? Bye. This is my plan. There is only one way that I can get my plan working quickly. I cannot wait for those plants to grow. I have not the patience. I still have Graham in my control. I can use him as a bargaining device. If I threaten to kill Graham, they are bound to give me the voodoo cube. They will give it me. I shall be strong. I shall kill again. I'm hoping my big... Uh, viewers, hello. I'm hoping by bringing this home with me that I've 
can keep it safe. Um, uh, Katrina can't get hold of it. I want to leave it up in Birmingham. I've got somewhere safe to put it here. Um, it's a magically coded piece of um, furniture. Yes. Uh, oh, I'll go and deal with it. You, you see what Paul's doing, will you? Please. Please. It's good to be here. Uh, but, but you're going now. That was a joke, Paul, wasn't what? it? Was what? that a joke there? Yeah, you got out of your tree. Alright, it's alright. It's quite cold in Paul. It is quite cold. It's probably warmer up in the woods over there. Probably more sheltered over that way. Yeah, I'd, I'd, looks good. Yes, if, if you... um, I wouldn't recommend that tree because it's in the water, but there's a lot of woodland up there, and if you, uh, you need to go back to the tree-type places, then probably the best place to go. It's the perfect place, Paul. But, uh, well, if you if you need if you want to come up to Birmingham any time and help us, then please do. Um, things are getting quite stressful at the moment, though, with the uh, government agents and all that sort of thing. So it might be do you just as good not to, not to come anywhere near us. But uh, yeah, well, yeah, I may sort of make the other, the other appearance in Birmingham. Yeah, we don't, don't don't want you sort of getting woodworm or anything. But, uh, no, no Dutch elm disease. Dutch elm disease, yes, exactly. Do you know what the government can do? Let, let it out into the wildlife and stuff. Anyway, I suppose I'd better leave you here. You can sort of cross that bridge over there and, uh, and back up to the woods. Um, okay. Well, good luck. Thanks, um, Paul. Good luck I, yourself. I shall see you around. Yep. Uh, hiya. Um, well, Phil's gone. Over to the river. Uh, over to the woods. Uh, I don't suppose I'll see him for a while now, but... Uh, Good to know he's all right, good to know he's all right. Um, I'm going to town tomorrow, I think. Um, just, well, you know, just have a bit of a rosy on down, maybe wander in the shops and stuff. Um, Horner's busy sorting things out with the, the voodoo cube, and he, he's quite worried about that gun, especially as we had an intruder here, uh, boss I was around with Phil. Um, as he says, says he said to me, I, I think he'd probably talk to you, but um, as he said to me, it's obvious that uh, that gun which shot Robin wasn't the only gun of its type and that there must be something more behind it and anyway I don't want to think about that now I really don't I'm off to the shop so I shall see you pretty soon I think okay okay morning viewers feeling a bit run down this morning um, my dad's got a cold I think he may have given it to me but I'm not sure hopefully not um, anyway I've come to town today to do a bit of shopping but I don't feel up to doing much, so I should probably uh, go back home quite soon. Um, yes. Okay. Hiya. Hiya, viewers. Um, I didn't really bother much with shopping in the end. I got a few things I popped in. Um, uh, got an exercise book and did nothing special. <laughs> I won't bother. I won't bore you with it. The, uh, Anyway, I'll just come up for a little bit of a walk up in Harnham. It's a nice day, nice view. Can't stop around around too long though, because I want to go get my bus. Um, so, yeah, as I say, we're in Harnham, and uh, Nick's house is that way, down there somewhere. But uh, yeah, not nice, not a bad day anyway. <laughs> oh well, viewers, um, walking back to the bus. A lovely day though, it really is. Ah. Robin? I've been looking for you. Viewers! Um, last episode I bumped into Robin. Um, I don't know if you remember, but the last time I saw Robin I shot him with a gun. But, 
Um, last time before Robin got shot, he said that he had been split up to lots of, into lots of little bits, lots of different parts, and he was trying to find the parts that. I was all very confused, so I don't know whether I, what this Robin, if this is another Robin or what it is. I'm, he doesn't seem to be angry or anything, so I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> Hello, I was just talking to uh, my, my viewers. Um, yes. Uh, I am very confused, and I think the viewers probably are as well. Um, what about exactly? I shot you last time I saw you. You shot me? Well, the other Robin... Oh, I'm always having trouble with twins and duplicates and clones and Another things. entity matrix. How much do you know then? Well, when I last saw the Robin, he was in, he was in Sutton Park and he couldn't leave the park. That uh, makes sense, yes. He came to see me. I had to give him a box full of bits of Sutton Park and he was able to leave the park. Um, but then, just a minute. Um, I shot him with this... Oh, sorry. Um, I shot him with this gun. I better not... This, this guy. Uh, accidentally, I was controlled to shoot the other Robin, and, and I, I presumed that he was dead. But, but he had told me that he, Robin, had been split into lots of different pieces. So I take it you're another Robin. Yes, another that, that, that's correct. Actually, I, I, I'm, I'm impressed, Paul. I didn't realise you knew as much as this. Yes, that's correct. Well, I'm very confused. I, I just needed. To, I, as you can see, I'm quite. In, I, I, I'm quite confused. So. This is very bad news. I was trying to find my separate parts. And to find out you've used this already. Can I? You don't need it anyway. Uh, Horner's doing. My, a friend of mine is doing. I don't know if you remember. What uh, setting is it at? I, I don't know. Horner. I, I don't know why it's in this bag anyway. Um. Anyway. I. 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 I um. Oops. No. No. I. I. It, 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 it's a long story, but um, we will take care of it. Uh. Um. I. I can take that on for you. If you no. 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 Um. It, it, it's. It's a long story, and and it's. Uh, Horner wants to do some tests on it. Um, I am really confused about who you are. Well, it's just very confusing, seeing as the last time I saw you, you were melting away and I just shot you. Yes, well, depending on that setting, I'm, I'm hoping it's at the setting I think it was. You probably just... I'm sorry, did you want to look at it? Transfer or... Did you want to look at it? I, I, I'm... Well, I don't know. The setting well, might Hor have been changed Horner, since then. Horner does need the gun back. There are three settings. Yes. There's kill, there's stun, and there's transport. <clears throat> you say melted. Yes. Well, he didn't stun... Which part was it? What's that? Oh, it'd be the empathic, probably. What's the empathic. The Robin, oh, the Robin I don't, it'd be I don't the know. empathic, I, 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 probably, to go to second part. He was just Robin to me. To me well, to me. either it's dead or it's been transported. I Did think I'd know if it was dead, so hopefully it's been transported. You talk about yourself as if you're not... Well, I suppose you're not the same person. You're part of the same Robin, but you're... Well, there are, there are parts and parts. Some of us are more complete than others. I am the most complete. I would let you keep the gun, but... We have discovered that... Do you know anything about that gun? Do you know where it comes from? Because... It just looks like a, a rather cheap toy to me. I, as I say, I, I can take it on and track it down for you. Well, the thing you... is, the other day my friend Horner, he was in our house and we found... We saw... He saw an intruder in the house. Yes. Who was using another gun. So that's not the only gun. We weren't sure... We weren't sure... We thought it was the only gun of that type, but we've discovered that there are other people with those guns. And Horner wanted to examine the gun. Yes. No, there's nothing special about the gun itself at all. <clears throat> well, that's the trouble. Horner went into the park to do some experiments on it, and we wanted to find out why it, it, it made me shoot. You've no idea at all? No, it took me over. It, it took me over to shoot him. And it also tried to take Horner over when he was in the park with it. That's why he wants to do tests. That's why I can't really give it to you, because he, he, um, he still okay. needs it. 
I have my suspicions, I must admit. After all, I don't know if the empathic told you this. Mm. I'd imagine not. I don't think the entity disintegration was a coincidence. But someone controlled me, they wanted me to shoot. Yes. Mm. And on top of that, I think that when the proto-Robin was dissolved, I, I think that that wasn't an accident. Yes. Well, at, I first think, I, yeah. at, first I, at first I thought it was some strange <coughs> manifestation of the en energy shell I was... Or rather, the proto-Robin was contained in it after the breakdown, but I don't think so. I think the whole affair was cunningly engineered, even down to the mechanical android. For some reason, something wants me out of the way, and I think... Mechanical android? Which is this? What, the... This... The Fulton. Oh, that. Oh. I think something is afoot, and I think I might just be getting to know what. Can I help? Can I help you anyway? Well, I wouldn't like to tell you the details. It's, it's, it's dangerous me knowing as much as I do, but I, I think the great game is beginning again. Come and on. to do that... Okay. Well, no, no, I mean, you, you can tell me more now, but I just wonder if it's safe to... It's a bit open. That's if we find someone a bit safer to talk. I mean, you can talk now if you want, but... Is there anywhere high you have? Yeah, just on this pathway, there's a, a chalk pit place. Oh, well, let's go there then. OK. Impressive view. Yes. Is this a better place to talk? Well, I don't know. I don't know if anywhere's a better <coughs> place. How can I help you? It's quite simple. I need as much power as possible, which you... means locating all my cells. You seem stronger than the other Robin. You don't... You haven't got that pot thing with the Sutton... The other Robin had problems getting out of Sutton Park. He went all... Because he went all... There's a lot again. happening, Paul. I can't explain it all to okay, you, but okay. I promise I will. But the but important you... thing is to locate as many of my composite identities as I can. Right. I need your help on that, Paul. Okay, well, I'll... Yes. yes. I... Definitely. Thank you. Viewers, I'm very confused. I'd like to help him, but I am really very confused. There's all these bits of robins and... I can't understand, but I do understand. I bet you understand better than I do. There's all these segments of robins that they want to meet up into one. I don't... How risky is this going to be, though? I mean, I've got all this business with the government and, and Kerry and... How many people can I actually help? Everyone's got their problems and I... I'm going to end up getting myself into trouble. I'm going to... Someone's going to get killed and I... I don't know if I can help Robin. I don't know if I can risk it. I don't know what to do. And so we headed back after that, listeners. Walked back to the bus stop, got the bus back to... Uh, uh, Surbiton via Kingston on Thames, um, nipped into Marks and Spencers for some goodies, got the train and headed back to the, the flat. Ify Uncle John got on very quickly with getting the photos developed and uh, yeah. Well listeners that's about all we've got time for so yeah I'm not sure how much we achieved. Um, wasn't helped by a certain person <sighs> Uh, I guess we uh, we should have questioned this whole um, vampire hunter business. The fact that Yeti Uncle John was the one who gave Martin the number. He really hasn't learned, has he? His time in shame jail has done nothing to improve his mischievousness and stupidity because it could have gone so much worse than it did. We're kind of lucky that uh, we didn't get into some big fight. But... Uh, Anyway, will he ever learn? I don't know, listeners. I really don't. As for the yoga vampires, 
I don't know. We may just have scared them off. <laughs> it's amazing that we could even achieve that. I mean, we're hardly the most scary-looking uh, band of vampire hunters. But uh, there you go. Anyway, that's all we've got time for. I had hoped that things would be a little bit quieter now I've left Control Incorporated completely, as much as possible. Uh, my plan to go up into space and do the show from there with Ick has sort of been um, postponed because, well, Ick and Uck, I mean, I hate to say it, but none of us want to spend time around Uck. He's just creepy and and it's awful. That's an awful thing to say about a friend's child. But uh, anyway, well, we'll just keep on going. We'll do our best, and we'll be back with you soon. So you take care, and uh, I'll say goodbye for now. All right, bye-bye for now. Bye now. believe you do this oh look i thought i was doing a good thing we hadn't found a vampire hunter so i just did one of them courses on the internet i, I told you oh dear oh dear uh, we, we really could have been in far more danger rushing off to the park like that and oh dear oh dear those vampires the, the, i i just don't know why do you keep getting into these troubles? I thought I was doing a service. I'll try to look after you all. Oh, I know, but you can't be an expert at everything you, you turn your hand to. It's all very well training magpies, but training to be a vampire hunter, that has, you know, a side to it that it, it could be perilous. Oh, well, you know, training magpies could be perilous. You should see them magpies when they uh, they nip. Yeah, oh dear, oh dear, they're uh, they're they're quite quite uh, quite perilous, to use your word. Oh, Yeti Uncle John, uh, I don't know. I think we've just ended up scaring them further away. We need to get a proper vampire hunter involved. I hope you've learnt your lesson. Oh, what do you mean, learnt my lesson? Nothing went wrong. I think it was a, a very good first attempt. Yeah, I think we're just all very ungrateful. I've got some good photographs as well. But vampires don't show up on photos. Oh, well, somebody did. Somebody's shown up in the photos. Maybe modern vampires, they do, you know. But everybody knows that vampires don't have a reflection. Yes, but vampires are very vain. You know, you see them, you know, they're always dressed immaculately. I'm sure modern vampires, uh, they wouldn't be very happy if they couldn't have selfies on Facebook and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I took some photos. I'm definitely about to get them printed up. Well, actually, that might be the first good thing you've achieved, Yeti Uncle John. It would mean that we had 
photos of the people who were at the group. And, uh, well, I guess we could use them for wanted posters or something. We could, yes, it might be worth studying them. I think you've actually done a good thing, Yeti Uncle John. I think you've actually done something good for once. I'm amazed. Uh, thank you, thank you, Robert. Uh, thank you, I think. <laughs> it's no problem. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, <laughs> what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. These are really good, Yeti Uncle John. Crumpty was right. I can't believe it. This is actually... This is actually... You've turned the situation into a success. And, and and what is more, it was your photographs that did it. This is quite unprecedented. Uh, yes, thank you very much, Paul. Uh, as much as I like being praised, it's it's your, uh, you know, your shock about the whole situation that slightly grates with me. Yeti Uncle John, you just should take the praise. We we are shocked. But, uh, you know, and also considering that your photography has uh, been a cause for some, well, <laughs> complaint so far. What do you mean? What do you mean complaint? Well, you know, what you did with poor Jay the Horned Cub. You humiliated the poor guy. No, 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 I, I don't see it as a humiliation. Well, I, I think he might. Oh, no, 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 Jay's fine. J Jay's fine about it. Well, I'm not sure, but uh, let's just say, yes, you're probably a better photographer than you are a vampire hunter. Uh, this is something that we can definitely use to help us or to help the next proper vampire hunter that we come across. We can give them photos. Crobity can study them and point out the people that he knows to be the ringleaders. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose so. And, and you took so many photos. It's marvellous, a marvellous job, Yeti Uncle John. Gosh, I don't want to go quite that far, but I would almost go as far as saying I'm kind of proud of you for once. It must be like the first time ever. Oh, yes, it must be, Paul. I don't remember another time. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh, dear, oh, dear. If I hadn't been there, I would have sworn that somebody else had taken these photos. They're all, like really good close-ups and everything. So clear, so pristine. I guess sometimes it's the cameras themselves. They, you know, they you just point them and they they kind of do it for you. Just a minute, I'll I'll have you know that I did quite a lot of work here to get these as good as 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 they are. I know, I'm sure you did. Anyway, let's just leave it at that. Um, Quabity will have a look at them and yeah, 
I'm really proud of you, Yeti Uncle John. You may want to make that into a ringtone or something. It's probably the only time you'll ever hear that come out of my mouth. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> that makes a change as well. Maybe Shemjiel really has made you change yourself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> how wonderful. Yeah, it's a good sign. I thought it was. I thought it was a hopeless case, but uh, uh, I, I'm so confused. I don't know if I should be angry or whether I should be flattered or kind of flattered but angry at the same time. Oh dear! Where have they gone? Where, where have they gone? Oh, I think I need a strong black coffee and a packet of biscuits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's too much for me to take in. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> I think the Shayette is marvellous. Oh, such a gentleman. Oh, God, what is that? Is that slime? It's slime, slime, it's slime. Dick, get over here and clean up that slime. I hope that Chai Yeti bathed today. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> 525. 525. 525. I'm really proud of you, Yeti Uncle John. 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 I'm really proud of you, Yeti Uncle John.